Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Great Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock, as always, on Tuesday. Normally, it's Tuesday morning. It's been a crazy day here in the office for me, and uh, so we're we're recording it Tuesday afternoon, but this is our waiver wire show for week 13, and uh, depending on the size and style of league you are in, this is either a really interesting or a not that interesting week on the waiver wire. So, uh, of course, we always run through running backs and wide receivers first. Then we take a look at the streaming quarterback and tight end options. Of course, number one on the week, it's going to be Alexander Madison and Jamal Williams. You should spend all of your available fab on Madison if he's out there, all of your available fab on Jamal Williams if uh, those guys are out there because Dalvin Cook is not going to play for at least two weeks, and DeAndre Swift is out for at least a few weeks. Also, this is just a good note, but if your team is in the playoffs and you have a good starting roster, you got to just be adding handcuffs. You know, uh, Samaj Pirine, Sony Michelle, Jeff Wilson, uh, Khalil Herbert, Ronald Jones, guys like that, where one injury basically puts them into, um, you know, league winner territory. I actually think the headlining running back for this week is going to be Amir Abdullah. So Christian McCaffrey is out for the season. Amir Abdullah played 49% of the snaps in the loss to Miami. You might expect me to say Chuba Hubbard, but it's Abdullah who's gotten the passing down work. Uh, Hubbard played only 11 snaps in that loss to Miami. So I, I just very clearly think that Abdullah is the number one running back to add this week, assuming that Dontrell Hilliard and Donta Foreman are not available for you guys. Uh, both of them had 100 yards rushing against the Patriots, and Hilliard was targeted twice. Foreman was targeted once. I also think that Hilliard has shown a little bit more juice. However, I think Hilliard's probably going to lose some of his role when Jeremy McNichols returns from his concussion. I don't think Foreman is going to lose his role, and I would expect him to basically play the uh, the Derrick Henry role, if you will, inside of the Titans offense. And the Titans, look, they're still a first place team. They get to play the Jaguars after their bye week, and they get to play the Miami Dolphins in a game where the Dolphins might not have anything to play for in week 17. So Foreman and Hilliard need to be added. Boston Scott Definitely, definitely needs to be added. Jordan Howard is still dealing with a knee injury, and Miles Sanders injured his ankle in the Eagles' loss to the Giants. So Boston Scott might kind of have this backfield to himself over the next few weeks with only uh, Kenneth Gainwell stepping in. So it, this is, as I'm looking at it, there actually are a lot of running backs this week, again, depending on the competitiveness of your league. Uh, Matt Breida sent Zach Moss to the bench. He got 11 touches against the Saints. And 
he has he just has looked like the most explosive back in the Buffalo Bills backfield. So he played 32% of the snaps each of the last two weeks. He got nine carries against the Saints. He's had multiple targets in each of their last three games. And he scored a bunch of touchdowns, which is why we're into him. He scored three touchdowns over his last three games. Uh, Latavius Murray needs to be a stash because if anything happens to Devonta Freeman, he is going to get in there, and uh, you know just, he will just be he will just be startable at that point. DJ Dallas clearly was playing the passing downs for the Seahawks in their loss on Monday night against the Washington Football Team. He played sixty percent of the offensive snaps for the Seattle Seahawks. He needs to be owned, and and he is going to be very widely available. Uh, he's only owned in 10% of Yahoo leagues. Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson uh, basically kind of split the work. However, Austin Walter came in and converted the short touchdown run, but Tevin Coleman is actually just a, a straight-up good ad. He led their backfield in touches, played 45% of the snaps, got 16 carries for 67 yards, and was targeted three times. So I'd be looking to add all of those guys. And I do think Mark Ingram is going to return on Thursday, but if he doesn't, our guy Tony Jones Jr. is is worth an ad. But also, Ty Montgomery, uh, you know, really turning the clock back, but he played 51% of the snaps against Buffalo. He was targeted seven times, and he got six rushes. So I, you know, I think throwing out some small bids on Montgomery makes this week. And then in truly the deepest of leagues, uh, I think you can add Jamar Jefferson as the complimentary back to DeAndre Swift without, uh, without, yeah. As the complimentary back to Jamal Williams with DeAndre Swift out. Sorry, guys. It's been uh, it's been a day. So the reason why I say that is Jefferson, I think, is the more natural running back, per se. Godwin Igwebuki has also gotten some carries for them. Um, but he's been in the NFL for a long time, and he's just he's kind of like a Jamal Agnew-style guy. He's only ever played on special teams, and I, he might even be a converted player. Let's see his stats in uh, in college. So in college, he was a defensive player. So he's a <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, he was a safety in college who's been converted to running back. So I'm going to go ahead and bet on Jamar Jefferson here, one or two dollar bids on him. So the running back position, shallower leagues, definitely looking at Madison and Jamal Williams. Slightly deeper leagues, Hilliard and Foreman and Boston Scott. Amir Abdullah is going to be your, your FFPC deeper league ad. I think you need to be taking some stabs at him. Same for Matt Breida. Same for Latavius Murray. Same for DJ Dallas. Tevin Coleman needs to be rostered in all 12-team PPR leagues. Deeper leagues, we're going to be taking some stabs at Ty Montgomery and at Jamar Jefferson. Moving now to the wide receivers, it's just getting real, real thin out here at the wide receiver position. We kind of know who the guys are. Feels bad to be talking about another Detroit Lion, but we do have Josh Reynolds, who's played 90% and 88% of the snaps for the Lions the last two weeks. Eight targets the last two weeks, scored the touchdown against the Bears. He's going to be pretty much available in every single league. Russell Gage has carved out a nice role for the Atlanta Falcons the last two weeks. He's got eight and seven targets, scored a touchdown against Jacksonville. 74% and 77% of the snaps, he's basically just playing as their slot wide receiver. Definitely think that uh, he is worth, I think he's worth adding even in, uh, you know, shallower type leagues. Kendrick Bourne, since week three, is the number 12 wide receiver in fantasy. I know he's got to be out there in a bunch of leagues because he's only 22% rostered on Yahoo. He needs to be added. 
Uh, Deshaun Jackson is playing a larger role. He scored the uh, he scored the touchdown on Thanksgiving, but he got up to 48% of the snaps against Dallas. They play Washington, Kansas City, and Cleveland their next three weeks. I do think if he's able to get or maintain this 50% snap share, he is going to be a guy you can, uh, I, I think he's a guy that you can start. A couple really borderline guys here. You know, these are uh, just darts. And, and look, I'm in leagues where I'm missing some starters. So these guys are, are sort of interesting. But we have DeAndre Carter of the Washington football team, Nick Westbrook Akeen, who scored a touchdown for the Titans this last week. We mentioned him on the show last week 83% of the snaps, five targets against New England. They get a much easier matchup this week against Jacksonville. He does look like the wide receiver one for the Titans while A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are on IR. Traquan Smith is returned to a not very valuable role as the number one wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. 79%, 95%, and 91% of the snaps the last three weeks. However, they are going to get an upgrade in quarterback play, I think, with Taysom Hill taking over at uh, at quarterback. So he is another interesting ad. I'm going to be making some bids on him this week. And then finally... We have Curtis Samuel, who probably has been dropped in even very competitive leagues. He only played 20 snaps on Monday night against Seattle, but we know he got signed because the coaching staff liked him there because they coached him in Carolina. We know that Ron Rivera wants to use him. If he does actually get healthy through, um, you know, if he if he if he actually is able to get healthy, I could see him being a guy who can win us some playoff matchups. And then I forgot to mention at the top of the show, the bye weeks this week are the Cleveland Browns, the Green Bay Packers, the Carolina Panthers, and the Tennessee Titans. So keep that in mind as you are going through and making your bids. Now we move to the tight ends, and there are actually some tight ends worth bidding on this week, in my opinion. The first one is Jack Doyle. He is only owned in 1% of Yahoo leagues, and he's got seven, five, and five targets the last three weeks with a 58%, a 74%, and a 61% target share. Scored a touchdown against Tampa Bay. Look, I think he's probably a top 15 fantasy tight end now that they've kind of stopped doing the Mo Alley Cox thing. And more importantly, Michael Pittman's target share has regressed from like 28% to like 23%. That leaves a larger role for the tight ends. But the number one tight end who needs to be bidded on this week is James O'Shaughnessy. And this is for my FFPC main event grinders. O'Shaughnessy, eight targets, six receptions, 48 yards the first week of the season, suffers an ankle injury, goes on the designated for return IR. Dan Arnold, who really is not any good, ends up having this huge role on the team. He's out four to six weeks. O'Shaughnessy fills in for him immediately against Atlanta, plays 81% of the snaps, five targets, three receptions, 29 yards. I'll be making loads of bids on O'Shaughnessy. If Gerald Everett is out there in your league, he went five for 37 and one on nine targets against the Washington football team on on Monday night. He has a 22% target share since Russell Wilson came back and has looked like shit. I don't know why, you know, I don't know why they're not targeting DK Metcalf, but Everett definitely needs to be owned. The quarterback position, very simple. 
if you have a question mark at quarterback, you got to pick up Taysom Hill. Uh, he was the number six fantasy quarterback from week 11 to week 14 in his four starts last year. Uh, and, and if you take out that start against the Broncos, where that was the game where the Broncos didn't have a quarterback, he averaged 252 yards, 74% completion, one and a half touchdowns. He also added uh, 56 yards rushing, but more importantly, he averaged uh, a two-thirds of a rushing touchdown per game. And that's the the upside that he's going to bring this week. So I'm going to be making loads of bids on Taysom Hill this week. Tua gets the Giants this next week. So I think that he is a, a decent bid. Um, don't really want to bid on some of these other guys, you know. And and by the way, you know, I am missing Jalen Hurts this week because it looks like he got banged up. I'm missing Tannehill in a couple leagues. I am and and I don't have any Rodgers and I don't have any Baker Mayfield. But these there are some decent uh, streaming options this week, mostly Taysom and Tua. Mac Jones, you know, is is fine. Um, he has six touchdowns and one interception. And and the reason why he's available as a streamer this week is this is actually should be a game where the team has to throw against the um, the Buffalo defense. So there we go. That is the waiver wire for this week. Hope that was useful. Hope that was helpful. And uh, we'll be back next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.